Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Black Coffee. Um, I'm joined here with my co-host, Jane. And uh, yeah, say hello, Jane. What's going on, Julius? How you been? <laughs> it's been some I've time. Been- yeah, I've been good. It's it's definitely good to hear and to see you. Um, I know that we've taken some time off to, um, you know, just focus on our mental health mm-hmm. and, you know, decompress and get some things in order. As we know, May is Mental Health Awareness Month. And so uh, just as how it's important to take care of our physical selves, it's also good to take care of our spiritual and our mental because that's that's truly important. You know, your well-being in that sense, being able to recollect, relax, um, you know, decompress from the stresses of life. Uh, you know, it's also uh, important for us to, to, you know, to be balanced, you know? Definitely. I agree with you 100%, especially with like, uh, it's so much commotion that's going on right now in the world with inflation and high mm. gas prices and people don't know what they're going to do with, like with homes and where they're going to find food right now. So it's definitely important to take time for yourself, um, to see what you want, what you need to, your next steps to be moving around and also checking on your friends. I think it's very important. Like during this whole time, right. you're still checking in your friends and your family. That is so true. Check out on, on friends, on family, you know, even if it's just a quick text, hello, how are you doing really? You know, how are you <laughs> feeling today? Um, those things are important, especially, like you said, gas prices so high. Uh, there ain't been no drive-bys in LA lately because they don't even have the gas to afford it. Uh, but like, you know, we just going to reserve the it's the United States. All the put the We're gonna take some time off. We're gonna catch you during the summer. Hopefully, right. Hopefully, go when, back. when prices get lower, or when we get a hybrid or a Tesla, then we can go ahead. Now nah, we're just kidding. But uh, yeah, you know, today we have an interesting topic uh, that we've been uh, having on the burner to discuss. Uh, yeah, what's you know, it's, it's what's brewing. What's in the coffee pot uh, for our listeners? Well. It be your own people. Now, I know your that's Ebonics. I know your that's not people. grammatically correct, but it be your own people. What does that mean, Jane? Well, it's, it's like, it's the, your kin folks are throwing you under the bus. For mm-hmm. example, like, you're going through your your, your lows, but I, for some reason, everything won't work in your favor. It be someone who have the same complexion as you, talking shit about your success right now trying to knock mm. you down your own people mm. it's, it's like i remember like okay i'm on a weight loss journey i'm doing that and i remember like uh i was working out doing i feeling good i'm coming home feeling good and a friend like a mutual someone who's in my family says something like are you gaining or losing you're like what the f- bro like you i'm like i'm busting my butt in the gym i'm eating correctly and the, right. the thing you're going to say is trying to knock me down. That's how people relapse. And, you know, that's that's why I say it's important to take care of your mental. Because if I didn't have a strong mindset, I'd just be mm. like, man, F this and just go back to what I was doing. Well, for one, you're doing a great job, Jane, as always. And, you know, that was that was a really good description. Um, you hit it on the nail. When we say uh, it be your own people, uh, sometimes, as they say, just because somebody is your skin folk does not always mean 
that they are your kinfolk. And I think, you know, when it comes to us as Black individuals, um, and, and this is just more so on the larger scale of things, you know, we talk about how other cultures and races, and I think just society in general, how they treat us as people, how we are, you know, second-class citizens, or we're thought of in the sense of, you know, we're, we're not we're not treated, you know, equally. We're not treated the way mm-hmm. how uh, we should be as human beings. But look at how we treat ourselves within our community, right. and we might as well just dive in. Uh, with the first, um, I guess the, the first thing that we want to discuss is Viola Davis. The queen, Viola, the Oscar the queen. winner, Tony winner, Emmy winner. The woman right. has every accolade when it comes to acting. The woman has it. Viola is up there at, at, in my list of favorite actresses. Um, she's extremely talented. She's very smart. She's highly credentialed in her in her career mm-hmm. and uh the backlash that she has received not even just in i mean society in general i mean just being in the acting world but mm-hmm. from other black actors from people from black people yeah who, I, I mean it's sickening it's it sad is. it's disgusting the comments on her color her being a strong beautiful dark-skinned woman uh, and the experiences she has, ha- she's had to go through that. I mean, it's it's sad. So mm-hmm. you know that um, you know a few weeks ago she had an interview uh, that was to, you know she basically was discussing the release of her new memoir called Finding Me. Mm-hmm. And in that interview, she discusses the colorism that she's exp- I mean racism as well, but uh, colorism that she's experienced, um, particularly uh with her gaining the role of one of my favorite shows uh in recent times come on how to come get away with murder <laughs> that show was um, everything it was it was that show from beginning to end jane everything i mean you know the writing was good i believe every single actor actress on that show mm-hmm. was, uh, they chose them quite well um you know one thing, it, it was just, just, to, just to say one thing about viola mm-hmm. davis and her acting especially in mm-hmm. how to get murder when that mm-hmm. tear and boogers start running you know she about ooh, to act her ass off oh you mm-hmm. are absolutely correct Mama when, when that snot come down like she is a professional cry you know they need to employ her. You know them, them old school African movies where they have yeah. the, uh, the women crying at the funeral. They, they pay them yeah. to, to cry, <laughs> the mourners. <laughs> uh, Annalise is, uh, I mean, excuse me. I'm, see, I'm calling her Annalise. That's how much she played that role she in played, that show. She played her, she acted her ass off in that she show. Sure she did. did. She sure did. Uh, but Viola uh, is, a street, uh, is a strong talent. And in that interview, uh, Jane, Mm-hmm. She talked about how, of course, there were comments from um, white folks in the industry about her not being yeah, the best beautiful. choice for that. Right. For, for, yeah. For that. We ain't surprised. We ain't surprised. But, but there yeah. were black people. She talked about how there are other black uh, colleagues of her, mm-hmm. of hers, who were saying that, you know, um, she was not beautiful enough to fit in this role. She wasn't pretty enough mm-hmm. to pull this row off and it's not surprising because i mean i've heard 
I've heard people in person who I mean, who I know say the like say things about her. Oh, she, she you know she's ugly or uh, she's too not masculine. Mm-hmm. She's too masculine. She's too dark, and and you know it's how are we as a people, as a community, Jane? Mm-hmm. How are we going to talk about how? other groups of people treat us and how they talk about our the, you know, the women within our community, how they talk about our skin tone, our skin color, uh, our hairstyles and whatnot, when we can't even appreciate and, and support people like Viola, who is, I mean, you know, the inspiration that she is, um, I mean, the, the, how she's inspiring so many young Black women, especially mm-hmm. young, dark-skinned Black women to come from, I mean, she came from bare bones in South Carolina to where she is now. And you sitting there talking about she's not pretty enough right. to serve in that role. And by the way, I mean, anybody who's watched How to Get Away a Murder, I don't think anyone else could have played that role. She no played one. the hell out of that law professor. Uh, professor. It's, 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 to be honest, it's not really surprising. Like you said, if you're a dark-skinned woman, you are going to be considered second-class within your own community, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I think it's just disheartening that someone who has so much accolades is going through this. She's setting the stage for women who don't get those spotlights to get mm-hmm. a spotlight because she's able to right. do it. And they see themselves right. like, if Viola could do it, I could do it. But you have people who look like you knocking yourself, knocking your own people down. That's ridiculous. It's like, how you expect the other pe- how you expect outsiders to love you when you don't even love your own self? Mm, mm, mm. Yeah. And then we talk, yeah, we talk about, we don't, you know, we're not respected, you know, we're not held in high regard, but this is what's happening within the bounds of our people, our mm-hmm. community. And, you know, I, I remember you and I were discussing this earlier, how on the show, it was Cicely Tyson who played her mother. Her mom. Mm-hmm. And you made a very, um, I mean, just powerful, uh, you, you, you outline a powerful, powerful point in that show when Cicely would braid Annalise Keating's hair. Man. Mind you, this is, this is, this is a show on, was it ABC? It was on? ABC, nationally televised. Um, yes. Nationally ABC. televised. And I know for Home some rolls. people that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cornrows. And for some people, that might sound uh, like just minuscule, like why is it important? But the fact of a Black woman, an Getting elder Black woman, mama. right, braiding her daughter's hair, you know, and speaking life and power into that character. I mean, that that in itself, I mean, I, I don't even think people really caught too much yeah. about that. But the thing is, um, like, when you have your hair braided, you're in such a vulnerable state when you're getting your mm-hmm. hair cornrowed. It's such mm-hmm. it's such a peaceful moment. It's the way you sit there and you talk to your mom. Basically, she's your therapist. You just learn out everything that happened to you the whole week. And you're in a safe space, safe space with your mom, just listening to you. And that was just so profound because I feel like every Black girl remembers Saturdays or a Sunday before you go to school or before you go to church, you get your hair braided. So it was just so it was just so wonderful seeing a scene like that on national television. 
It was, and especially, you know, being televised on, on a platform like ABC. Sound of Rhymes, I mean, man, mm, I mean, the woman is, she knows what exactly point. what she's doing when she's writing these shows. But again, you know, this is just one incident of, I'm sure, uh, plenty, uh, mm-hmm. countless, numerous incidences of Black women being told uh, that they're not pretty enough, especially if, you, if they're darker skinned, being told they're not pretty enough to play certain roles. But I don't care what anybody says. Viola, you played that Annalise Keating. Um, and again, it goes back to it be your own people sometimes. People. Mm-hmm. You know, we expect this behavior in a society that has been, uh, you know, uh, guided by Eurocentric values from white people. Mm-hmm. But in a time like this, in 2022, I know this is, I mean, going back to, was it 2015 was when um, How to Get Away with Murder came out? Came, came out. 2014, 2014. Uh, or oh, so 14, excuse me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but but still, even in modern times, this this is the thing that 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 our people have to go through, and it be your own, own people. people. It be your own people. We hate to see it. We hate, we hate to, to see, see it. it. Um, <laughs> but it. next is Meg the Stallion. <sighs> it be your own people. So, what what are your thoughts on on the whole situation with her, Tory Lanez? This little just small contact. It happened, and the incident with her and Tory Lanez happened back in 2020 in, in July. She went to a party, you know, and things escalated, and she got shot. Uh, my thing with that whole story is, yes, I wasn't there. Everybody wasn't there. She's t- this woman's a victim. She's telling her story. It's just the fact that the way I hear black people like discrediting her story, just tearing her down making her feel like crap for publicly telling her side of the story of what happened. And we got the nerve to say, protect black women. You have a black Mm. woman being so vulnerable and telling her story and you knocking her down. And you wonder why people don't like telling these stories. You wonder why people who be in incidents of domestic violence do not stand up and speak about it because people who are so ignorant and believers what's going on would say, oh, you're making it up. Oh, you're just trying to be, you need attention. Mm. It's sad. Jane, you know, it's, you know, what this reminds me of is, so we, we know statistics wise, when black women go into, let's say the ER or mm-hmm. to the doctor uh, or giving birth and the high fatality rate or just, I mean, the sheer treatment that oh well you know they have a higher pain tolerance. I mean, even this is this is also you know the same with, with black men when we go into the ER to the mm-hmm. doctor, they believe that we have higher pain tolerance and don't treat us the way how we should be or give us the meds that we need. Um, but particularly with black women in 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 this case, uh, this is what it reminds me of, and the reason why Jane is because. We are discrediting the fact that she was shot. Mm-hmm. I don't care if she she wasn't what, what the whole deal was with. I know people have t- tried to bring in her sexual relationship if there was a relationship. It with doesn't her matter. Tory Lanez. It, doesn't matter. it does not matter. She was shot. The gun was registered to Tory. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's also released a few diss albums. I know she also had a recent album and talked about uh, was a shot fired or whatnot. Plan you know, B. And, 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 and we, we get it. But the, mm-hmm. the thing is, is the fact that people are, it's almost like they're 
trying to take away her pain. I mean, it, it, let's flip the script. Have Meg Thee Stallion been white or another hmm. race? Just imagine the sympathy that would have been given to her on social media, on news interviews, mm-hmm. uh, you know, on Twitter, everything. People would have been, oh, we feel so bad. Oh, 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 oh. But with Meg Thee Stallion, it's like, oh, well, because she's a black woman. And and that's just that's just an at large, I mean, dynamic. You brought up some some interesting things earlier in, in our discussion about her being a tall. Mm-hmm. her being strong in in how she uh carries um, herself yeah. yeah and how she carries herself and how she's open about you know her sexual her sexuality in terms of uh her being i mean this beautiful uh yet stallion like woman mm-hmm. you know does that take away from the fact that she's still a woman and she's still going through pain right you know it's, and it's and the nasty the nasty comments that we've seen on social media and guess what? Who have them? Who have they been mostly from? Your own people. <laughs> Your own people. We don't see other folks discrediting her. I mean, there's probably a few people, mm-hmm. you know. But when you look at the majority of these comments and these negative, nasty things, oh, she's lying. Oh, she and Tori had a uh, sexual relationship. Oh, of course, we don't know the exact details, detail by detail, in terms of the actual shooting incident, but. In this case, why are we taking credit? I mean, why are we taking her story away from her, her pain away from her? I mean, she had to, uh, she even released what an op-ed article um, for the New York Times. Was that 2021 or? I think it was, yeah. It might have been a year, yeah, a year or so after that talks about how Black women are disrespected and disregarded. Yeah. And that is so true. They they are invisible. And I mean, Black Black people in general are invisible in society until people want to take our culture or or we're through <laughs> as criminals. But outside of that, you know, she that that was probably some. I mean, one of the most, I mean, true statements anybody could say is black women are disregarded and disrespected in the society. And black people, we have to do better. We do. We can't. We can't be on social media talking about oh, let like you said, protect black women. Oh, black men need to protect black women. When you not even do, you're not even practicing what you preach. <laughs> not even practicing what you preach. And you know, I feel I feel for her because mm-hmm. you could tell she's she's so open because she wants she wants to be the people person. She wants to be loved. And you know, mm-hmm. she she is dealing with tragedies in her life. She lost mm-hmm. her her mom Both and her, her father. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And her mom was her biggest supporter. And now she's successful. It's like it hurts. Like, damn, my mom's not gonna able to see where I'm at right now. And this is this is our dream, and she's not here for this. And you know, it's sad to say that when you're most in vulnerable state, wicked people gonna come into your life saying that they're your friends, but they're not your friends. And and I feel like that's what she she was looking for. She was looking for a community because her community is gone. Unfortunately, it passed away. That's why she was so open, and her being so open left some demons into her life. Mm-hmm. And that's that's the heartbreaking part about it. And the crazy thing is, like we speaking on mental health. If God forbid, she said, "Man, f it, I can't do this anymore." It be y'all talking about, oh, we we need to learn our lesson. We gotta look out for our people. You know, you never know what people are going through. She's vocally telling you what she's going through, and y'all discrediting what she's saying. Right, right, and 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 even even besides the, the disrespect, the discredit. 
the disregard, you know, the sheer nasty comments. You know, when it comes to it be your own people, and th- this is a tangent, but we have a problem with violence in our community. We mm-hmm. really do. We, we have do. a problem with violence, especially, I mean, whether it's Black men versus Black men, whether it's Black men versus Black women, you know, uh, whether it's celeb- in, in the celebrities or in, in, in the private world, whatever it is, we have a problem with violence in our community. And until we start, and we always, oh, we need to do better. We need to do better. But guess what? The buck stops here. If we want to improve as a community, as a culture, not only in this society, Mm -hmm. uh, but I think just in general across the world, if we want to be, we, we have to fix these issues, these dynamics that occur in our community. So again, when it comes to Meg Stalin, it'd be your own people. (laughs) It'd be your own. We hate to see it. We We hate hate to to see see it. Um, but we need to do better support, you know, the sister and, um, you know, I'm, I'm glad that she's still making her music. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's still, uh, even with all the hate that's against her, she's pushing through. I mean, black women, we know how strong they are, uh, have always been, mm-hmm. uh, but you know, we need to do better as people to support, stop the violence, uh, and stop the discredit and disregard because again, um, you know, in order for us to be respected as a people, we have to respect, love, con- uh, be kind, and protect ourselves. So, right. Speaking of support, <laughs> HBCUs. Mm. Oh, I like that transition, Jane. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of support, uh, the HBCUs. <clears throat> Julius, break that down for me, please. There's several things uh, when we, you know, that I think we can draw from. HBCUs and it be your own people. Um, first, let's talk about um, how many of these institutions, again, historically Black colleges and universities, um, are investing in athletics versus, um, let's say, just, I mean, core education, particularly like STEM fields, fields that mm-hmm. we are less represented in. And as we know, many high schools, um, if not, I I would say the vast majority of high schools across this country don't prepare students, uh, in my opinion, uh, and just at least when we look at the statistics and and whatnot, um, to be ready for college. Right. Uh, And especially in a changing economy like we're living in, Jane, where even in 2022, the economy in 2022 looks very different than just three or four years ago. We have a lot of STEM field jobs. We have a lot of, uh, I mean, AI is taking over. Schools are not preparing, you know, high schools are not preparing, um, you know, these kids, especially kids who come from Black neighborhoods, mm-hmm. inner, uh, you know, inner city kids, as they say, urban neighborhoods to be able to take on these jobs um, as we as we live in a changing society. And so many HBCUs, they will invest millions of dollars mm-hmm. into their athletes, their athletics programs, which is, I mean, that's great and all. I mean, of course, we can see the talent that comes from, I mean, there's many talented uh you know, young black men and young black, you know, women playing basketball and football and, and whatnot mm-hmm. uh, and track and whatnot. Um, but 
what about investing into other fields that we lack representation? Yeah. Why are we why are we not spending money in those areas? We talk about how, oh, we don't have enough black doctors and nurses and scientists and engineers. AI, the technology, you know, uh, is is uh, is turned against, not turned against us, but is not in our favor. You know, we talk about the representation in these fields, the lack thereof. And this is where we're investing our money into. All right. Mind you, it's nothing wrong with like putting money in athletics. I'm all for it. Right. But exactly. I think the HBCUs, like right now, I think that's that should be second, mm-hmm. should be second on the list of things that should be like you should really focus on. The dorm rooms, you like. I had a, my sister went to Clark Atlanta. Mm. She she almost was homeless because she didn't get her furniture eat on time. Wow. You know, yeah. black people, we we never on time. It be your own people. We never yeah. on time. But then you hear all these <laughs> you hear all these horror stories. How they talking about? The classroom looks so old and dingy. The ceilings is falling apart. Molds in the dorm rooms. The building is not up to code. But you spending millions of dollars on a football stadium? Mm, is that important right now? You see? And it's, yeah, I didn't go to HBCU. I couldn't afford to go out of state. And I'm being real. Right, which is being HBCU, real here. I would love to go to HBCU to just be in a community of my own and don't have to deal with the invert racism in my face. But, and, and and just the sheer history of going to an HBCU. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, that, that's big in itself. Yeah. But so, like, I applaud HBC, like, giving that space in that community for, for people like us to go there and just feel safe and get the education. But like you said, mm-hmm. we need to invest the money in things that would prolong the education system. STEM and the tech world, that, well, that's the same thing. STEM is, like, what's moving right now, especially in this world People don't believe we're still in COVID. This world of COVID, mm-hmm. that's the that's where the job market is booming. But you want to focus on athletics? Let's be real. Not everybody who plays football, basketball, baseball are going pro. I think we should take the Ivy League uh, approach to HBCUs. Like I was watching Imani Jones. He had a show on HBO. He was talking about that. Oh, yes. Very good. If the HBO, if I say HBO, if HBCUs took the Ivy, um, Ivy School approach, HBUs would be so successful. Oh yeah. I believe I believe anybody will everybody would love to go to a HBCU schools. And they'll have all the money and resources because the 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 alumni will give back because they got so much from the, these institutions they want to give back to them. So mm-hmm. I'm just like mm-hmm. we we got to do better. We definitely We have to. We have to because you see how you know we've been able to you know, over the years, not and this is not even just HBCUs, but I think just athletics, the athletics world in general, especially when it comes to college athletics, you see how we've been able to, you see the fact that in the NBA and the NFL, we are the majority because we've cultivated that. We've cultivated, I mean, even from very young in our culture, we, we, like we, if we see one of our, you know, you know, these young black boys who have some talent, whether it's through basketball or football, we train them as they grow up, as they mm-hmm. develop to be good players. And then when they get to high school, when they get to college, they're prepared, you know, and, and, and you know, they invest that time, they invest that money, they invest that energy into cultivating, uh, you know, a great number of talented athletes who are able to matriculate into uh, the NFL and NBA. Just imagine if we took that same approach and did it for STEM fields, 
We cultivated mm-hmm. this from very young. HBCUs did some type of linkages with with uh, with black high schools, you know, high school students across the country um, in, in their curriculum, you know, in the college curriculum, really investing into this. We can see an improvement. We could see an improvement, but we have to take the initiative. We can't wait for government to give us a big grant of money to finally build you know, a science institution within our HBCUs, uh, our mm-hmm. HBCU campuses and say, okay, now we can finally start educating our students. Why do we want to wait for other folks, you know, to invest in us in the field that will benefit us? Like, like, like we were just talking about this earlier in the conversation about the um, fatality rates when it comes to Black women. Why? Because there are not a lot of Black uh, doctors. Uh, doctors in this country mm-hmm. who can rep- who represent and can treat their patients who look like them. Yeah, and 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 when we do have, uh, you know, when we do have black people in those fields, a lot of them are 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 foreign, and that, that that's not a bad thing, you know. But for people who who let's let's say you know grow up here and and you know educated here or whatnot, these are the fields they should be going into. But no, we spend our money elsewhere. We love to say, oh, there's not enough money in the Black community. We don't have the f- resources. We don't have the funding. No, we do. We just don't do it right. Don't put it in the right places. You don't put it in the right places. So until then, guess what? Yes, we will be stagnant when it comes to STEM, and we will be left behind. And that's just a whole car truth, um, the whole the hard cold truth. Sorry about it. Um, you know, another thing with HBCUs, Jane. What? Oh no. Is uh, <laughs> I know and, you, you know what I'm gonna say? Cause I, I've been talking about it for a while. Yeah. Um, is so Hampton University, Virginia. Hampton University is a very well-known HBCU. And uh their president, Dr. Harvey, I think Dr. William Harvey is his name. Mm-hmm. Um he announced a few weeks back that uh, the school will be inviting, uh, I think, uh, about 100 or so, you know, Ukrainian, Ukrainian students to continue their education, um, scot-free, tuition-free, you know, free room and board, whatnot, at least for, I don't know if it's at the summer semester or if it was for the rest of this semester, whatever it is. Um, but it's like, okay, I understand, you know, those Ukrainian students are going through a war zone. I mean, uh, uh, they're they're living yeah. in a war zone right now, and I mean, it's deadly, and and no one should ever go through. Uh, right. You know, and there's nothing wrong with helping out Ukrainians. There's nothing yeah, wrong with helping we out. That's not right. what we're saying. That's, that's not what we're saying. Mm-hmm. But what the point I'm trying to make here is, there are plenty of young, talented, uh, smart black kids right around their corner. It, you don't even have to go across the country right there in Virginia who would love to attend Hampton. I know a few personally who mm-hmm. would like to attend Hampton and can't afford it. So if we can make college free for people who are way overseas, why can't we do it for our own people in our own community? Right. I didn't see them giving uh, free tuition to the patients on the border. I was just about to say that <laughs> oh my God. when they're whipping them on horses right. and Kamala Harris and the Biden administration claimed they did not know how the hell that happened. That's another situation we're going to get on right. one day. <laughs> we'll be here all day. But it's like, OK, you know, we do these for foreigners, but we don't do it for our own people. 
We hold back our own people. We don't give to our own people, but yet claim people don't respect us. You know, and and there and that's not that's just that's just Hampton. Uh, what about the other institutions that don't have, like you said, mold in the dorm rooms, dorm rooms that probably haven't been updated for decades? Mm-hmm. This is what we're subjecting our people to. But we will invest million dollars elsewhere. We'll invest. We'll we'll welcome you know, Ukrainian students, but not welcome your own poor black students, low income, who would love to sit there and get a, 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 a free or a low cost education at an HBCU where they can be amongst their own. We have mm. a problem. And guess what? It be your own, own people, people. My God, you can interrupt well, there. It be your own people. Well, you know, even before we ended, before we mm-hmm. ended, you know, I got to get this in. Oh. You know, I have to get Me? it in. Leave Sister uh, Tyler Perry alone. Leave him alone. Uh, <laughs> Leave him alone. Tyler Perry. I know we don't have much time left, but y'all, um, <sighs> what, what are your thoughts on Tyler Perry, Jane? Tyler Perry, I don't know. I, I have mixed reviews with him. I applaud mm. Tyler Perry for giving opportunity spaces for upcoming Black actors and actresses to be seen and be heard. Mm-hmm. What I don't like about it is the how he portrayed Black women in his movies and TV shows. Then mm-hmm. I also don't like how he's so stingy with the pen, meaning he writes every, every episode on his show, every movie he writes is him, which is nothing wrong, but the thing is, we need to change with time. Okay, Madea was funny, we get it, he he ha ha. It's 2022. We still with the satire of black women dresses like that. Right. And, and, and you know, he claimed, remember a few years back, he said, oh, uh, that was the last Medea movie, what, 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 2019? Yeah. Oh, you know, we're going to put Medea away. We're going to retire her character, you know, and so on. Uh, and he just couldn't get enough of making money off of the black mammy stereotype. You know, <sighs> With Tyler Perry is we perpetuate stereotype. He perpetuates stereotypes in his show, and not even just the Medea shows. Uh, mm-hmm. There are plenty of the other productions he has. Uh, that I mean, what do they do to advance our people and how we look, and how we appear, and how we are? <laughs> like, why is it always some type of family drama? Uh, you know, marriage troubles. Uh, it, you know the kids not getting along with their parents? Why, why is it always about the bad family dynamic within our community instead of showing the positive? Come on, yeah. Perry. Or something that is actually intriguing that, that makes you think. When, when, when we watch shows, we want to watch something that's, that, that, at least for me, when I watch a show, I want to take something away from it. Even if it is talking about drama and, and negativity, you want to take something away. Who takes something strong away from Tyler Perry uh, uh, writing? <laughs> I think the only thing I took something away from his show was uh, I Could Do Bad, no, The Diary of Black Black Woman. Diary, Diary of, of a Black, Black, Black Woman. Black Woman. That, one, I, he, that was a good one. I'll give him that, that one. And, every, and that's the thing is, huh? is some of his earlier stuff, you're right, some of his earlier mm-hmm. stuff like Diary of a Bad Black Woman, um, uh, I can do bad on myself. I, like I can do bad all by myself. But you know, you actually had some type of theme going on, and at the end, like they, you know, they would try to have some, you know, some type of positive thought mm-hmm. to come from it. 
But now, I mean, do you see that scandal ripoff? Where is it the uh, the oh, president we, and the, the first lady? Yeah. And, and, and I mean, the quality is terrible. The acting is terrible. He just chooses the actors based upon their looks. Uh, you, you know, like, come on, Tyler Perry. Yeah. You could do better. And even when it comes to the writing, you brought up a very good point. <sighs> we talk about <laughs> opportunities, right? Mm-hmm. Tyler Perry has his it has what is this? Is it the biggest studio, the largest the studio biggest in the studio? Right, you do. I think uh, they shoot so many movies on there now because it's so right big. down there in Atlanta, mm-hmm. and you write all the material yourself. The material that you write isn't good. Let's be honest, it's not. It's not good, it's with not. the exception of. I think uh was it Tyler Perry's House of Pain. Now that show that I'll give good. I'll give it credit. It's the really have good. have nots got me. I ain't gonna lie. That one was actually a good one. And the have and have nots, in my opinion, it started off good and then it just got yeah. to like yeah. But it's like, why don't you try to, you know, give out, I don't know, a free internship, you know, put out a free internship for young black writers at HBCU. Just, I mean, in general. Hello. Hello, right. See, three. see the connection there, right. you know, and and you know, have them write for you, and whoever writes the best, you bring them on board. Because I mean, these there, there's so many young, talented, black artists, writers, uh, creatives who would love to write for Tyler Perry, but no, mm-hmm. you want to sit there and put that garbage on TV, and this is how people looking at us. 2022, we haven't changed at all. At all. Medea, it be your own people. It be um, your own people. <laughs> <laughs> it be your own people. Um, but you know what? I think we're good to end it here, Jane. Um, you know, it's always good talking with you. Uh, I'm glad Likewise. we're able to get this out. And yeah, y'all people, you know, um, let's 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 do better in treating one another positively, loving mm-hmm. on one another, treating each other kindly. Of course, we're not going to always agree on mm-hmm. things as a community. Of course, I always say we're not a monolith, um, but let's do better in protecting, uh, respecting, loving on one another. Because if we want us to move forward as a group in society we have to fix these issues within our people Mm -hmm. in order for us to be strong um to to be better so that's all i have jane that's my coffee that is coffee remember health is well (laughs) you guys enjoy yourself bye health is well bye y'all uh and we will see y'all we'll talk to y'all next time Thank you.